I'm gonna put a buzz Damn, Chris, on the internet one day A Chris said, you know, let's make a podcast, boy Come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? Sit down with a tear in his eye We got stories that people tell each other From Louisiana Fire to the city of Mumbai Oh, you mean urban legends And the podcast was urban legends With Bill and Chris Welcome to Urbane Legends, the hit number one podcast for all your urban legend needs. And this is our one year anniversary special. I am a podcaster with one year's experience, uh, but with no discernible uh, improvements. Chris Flynn, and with me, as always, is podcaster with one year's experience. And some improvements, it's Mr. Neil Herbert. I mean, that's largely because I came from a much lower bar to start off with, Chris. Oh, sorry, we're just getting around the floor there, Neil. Oh, there you go. We've got a soundboard, have we? Probably should have told you beforehand that for this one and only uh, anniversary special, I may have uh, built myself a soundboard this morning. (laughs) So We'll We'll see how this works out. Are you playing those sounds directly into your microphone? No, I'm playing them off my phone down here, next to the microphone. Into the microphone, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be good, isn't it, Neil? Um, I mean, it's going to be something. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out when I listen back. Uh, Neil. <laughs> you got any Mr. T noises on there? No, I haven't, no. I used to have uh, the Mr. T. I failed at the first hurdle. You did, yeah. Yeah, I think it's All still... his phrases. Uh... Oh, I never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not likely, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Simon? Stickers like advert, don't mind if I do. Yeah. I don't know. like trains. Both big fans of Mr T. Um, so, Neil, uh, would you uh, like to tell me, because as, as I uh, discussed earlier, or stated, it wasn't really a discussion, uh, I've, I've shown no improvement at all as a podcaster in one year of doing it, whereas you've shown some you've shown some real gains, Guy. Yeah. So, um, could, would you be able to kind of give me some advice, maybe? Would you give some lessons, some mentoring? Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I mean... I'm sure the audience would like it if I improved. Yeah. At the, at the staggering rate that you are. Well, you know... If you sounded like you were even vaguely interested, that would be a good start. I am no, interested. I I'm all ears. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Take um, me at my word, not on my face. You're, you're yawning quite openly. I've got a resting bored face, all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Rest, resting disinterested face. <laughs> I was putting me off. No, um, yeah, so, well... I don't think I don't think I really want to be sort of talking through the mic. I mean, I have I have made some improvements, but whether I've actually surpassed you, I think is you know the audience will have to decide. I'm not. I'm well, not sure. I, I, I no way suggested you surpassed me. I just said it's improved, and I haven't. You just got to. I mean, I think I think when it comes to, I, I don't think you know. I think you you know your vocal delivery is something I've I've got to catch up to. But um, you know, in terms of gains, you know, I mean, I, I have two points I'd make here. You know, like. It's a bit like well, I, I learned really from the um, the British Olympic team. Okay. So you, you've heard the theory of marginal gains. Yes. Yeah. So you know, making all of those small improvements. Okay. You've got to want it, Chris. Oh, okay. So that's where I'm falling down. And if all else fails, just get a dodgy doctor to deliver you some secret parcels through the mail. That right. might enhance your performance. <laughs> I mean, definitely, definitely more about the marginal gains and wanting it, but you know. 
I mean, the nice thing about being a podcaster in the UK rather than, uh, rather than say, the States is that the podcasting infrastructure is very much the Wild West over here. You know, I mean, we're not doing this for the overlords at iHeartRadio. I mean, we wouldn't be able to because we didn't used to write for Cracked, but yeah, like everyone on iHeartRadio. <laughs> but um, we don't we don't have that here, do we? We don't have uh, podcast networks particularly. It's just go and do what you want. You do, but they're just not as big. I don't think there are there are some there are some kind of things I've heard. Well, there's one there's one I quite like is um, a podcast. There's like I think the guy's name the is BBC. John Ray. No, it's BBC, but there's um, there's one called I think it's called Big Al or something like that. They do a few different ones. So there BBC, are some... I'm returning my calls. By the way, I've been trying to been trying to get them on the old uh, Urban Legends gravy train, but they're not interested. No, they've been they've been filtering your calls for years ever since you kept <laughs> writing in with those sitcom ideas. Well, there were some of them were quite good. You know, they were yeah. prob- they were problematic even back then, and they've not aged well. One was one was um, set on a prison train. That was a good one. You yeah. had a lot of this kind of stuff, and <laughs> that kind of humour. That was good. You wanted to do a remake of Prisoner Cell Block H, didn't you? The uh, the female prison um, story yes. from Australia, but relocated yeah. to. Uh... Yeah, well, I ended up selling that idea um, to uh, certain. A, gen, a certain concern in the valley in in um, California, uh, you know, worked out to be quite a nice franchise. I mean, they didn't really play it for laughs in the original Australian version, did they? I didn't play it for laughs either. I just played it for nudity. But that's yeah. um, what the people wanted. So, Neil, um, I would like to, because it's our one-year anniversary special, I'd like to go through and thank our top ten countries that listen to us um so i'm just going to go through the stats from acast here chris got got the stats on my phone nice yeah so in joint 10th place uh it's spain and sweden Mm -hmm. it's nice of them isn't it uh in ninth it's the philippines yes that's what they call it the spain and sweden connection uh in uh, eighth, it's Italy. It's nice, isn't it? They've gotten bored recently. Uh, lovely country, isn't it? Very lovely country. Uh, in seventh, a slightly disappointing seventh, it's Canada. <sighs> what are they playing at? Should be higher up. Should a lot be higher people, up. A lot of people in Canada. Who speak English. We've got the same Queen, Canadians. Come on. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Come Can't on, Can't do guys. it for us in the year of our ladies' <laughs> seven years. <laughs> Yeah, existing. If you can't listen to one, your your cousins across the Atlantic, under the same royal family, can't listen to our podcasts on the year of the Platinum Jubilee, then we want to. We want to look into that. Frankly, we're going to we're going to kick you out of the Commonwealth. We want to we want to look into um, getting that by royal appointment. We want to get one of those, don't we? Mm, Charles is pretty mad. He might do it. Yeah, he he'd probably be up for listening about some nonsense about urban myths. Uh, what one was I on? Seventh. Um, I can't remember. Uh, then it's Germany. Thanks very much, Germany. It's interesting. I was wondering, I went out all those football results against you. <laughs> then Russia. Notice that Russia in there and not Ukraine. I know who I'm supporting. Then um... <laughs> Then it's India, which is cool. If you've done um, done a couple of yeah, legends yeah, from India. Then it's 
uh, in third place, Australia, with the same, well, I mean, mm. Russia, India and Australia all have the same amount of points, but I think they're doing, they're doing it alphabetically, so. And then... Uh, Robust analysis. <laughs> well, it's difficult. Um, then, so the top two is our cousins across the pond, yes. United States. And then number one is the UK. Mm, no surprises there, I don't think that's that top two. Um, no, not at all. But um, America very much uh, on the rise, uh, listenership-wise. Uh, I think they're going to overtake the UK fairly soon. Mm. Just saying, just saying. So that's interesting, isn't it, Neil? That is interesting. Would, would yeah. you like to say thank you to all the countries? To, to all of, do you know what? I'd like to say thank you to anyone who's listening, wherever you are in the world. Oh, God, you're such a milk toast. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, between patronising and just kind of like really mealy-mouthed. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, just, I get, no, I get, whenever I see, you know, whenever I see... Um, another section on the map go up. Mm. I think that's great, you know, because well, as, as I've put it to friends in the pub, you know, somebody in the Philippines has been able to seriously think about what an idiot I am, and I think that's <laughs> a life goal achieved. And, and, uh, and withdraw their visa request yeah. to work in the NHS. Fucking hell, this guy's clueless. <laughs> uh, the magic quick, of the internet. Quick run through to some other countries where we've had a few listens. So, you know, Brazil, Ireland, Malaysia, Netherlands, Finland, Israel, Mexico, Nepal. New Zealand, Peru, Portugal, Switzerland, and Togo. So we have uh, now invaded the minds and ears of every... Yeah, being based in the UK, let's every... not use that terminology, Chris. <laughs> we have... We have, col- we, have we have colonised... Of apology the air- and reconciliation. Colonised the airwaves of every continent on Earth, apart from Antarctica, but I don't really count that. Do you? I'll never be happy until Antarctica falls under our jackboot. I'll say as well, um, <laughs> possibly swap completely in the other direction there. I'll say as well, come on, Ireland. Well, water's going to be the new oil in the next Yeah, century. exactly, you know, get in there. Exactly. While the world's yeah. burning as well, it's going to be it's going to be a tasty 21 out in Antarctica. <laughs> so while everyone else is boiling up in the desert, we'll be like, oh, it's all right, this. All the I sea banks we... are out there as well, so we can get free, <laughs> free food. I think we should get down to Antarctica and open some uh, English-style... Uh, Costa del Sol. Get a fish and chip shop on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah a Del Boys bar, yeah. something like that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> roast dinners. Off the heat. Roast dinner, warm pine, and only fills and horses. That's a holiday. Um, and lovely. also, you know, like carrying um, kebab shops because you want some decent food occasionally. Yeah. Did you know that the first. I like roast was, dinner, actually. Yeah, roast dinners are nice. They, they were serving curries in the UK um, about. 50 years before um, American independence. We've been eating curries here for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, been a, they used to serve them in the coffee houses because we didn't have restaurants back then. But yeah, you used to be able to get a nice bit of curry in like 1710. So, yeah. We've um, yeah, been enjoying it. Yeah, it was a bit later, but I, don't, I remember Thackeray writing about it in kind of like, I mean, that was sort of set during the Paleonic Wars, but that was kind of like, yeah, sort of 18... 18 13, something like that. That was certain. There was, it was kind of a main character there. It was kind of, but yeah, it's, um, do, so do we consider curry to be part of our national cuisine now? I mean, I would say so if it's older than, like we've been eating them longer than America's existed. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, th- 
I mean, it's a it's a bit of a because people always have a go at like, Americans. Weirdly, I mean, it's a podcast. They have a go at English food, right? And I'm like, sorry, but you're American. Like, do we not have? Do we not eat enough spray cheese for you? Like, <laughs> you just, oh, just, just talk about glass houses. Do you know what I mean? I think, in fairness, so oh, we eat tacos. That's Mexican. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Well, yeah, no, absolutely. So, well, I think it's a similar situation, isn't it? Because we... yeah, I'm going to draw a line under the food talk now because there's only so much editing we can do. Um, so, Neil, for this uh, anniversary special uh, and after the quite miserable. Uh, subject of last week's uh, episode, Cropsey. That's the last time you'll hear that now. <laughs> <Thank> you, <laughs> I was listening back to that just to check. It wasn't anything that was kind of like too And you really enjoyed me saying just, Yeah, like, that was, was fucking Chinese water torture. It was bad enough when I had to listen to it. And the, oh. Well, anyway. I've suggested that you never listen back to anything we do. Um, so, this episode... We are going to look at a very famous, quite hilarious one, and that is the Nightfallers of what's it called? Fresno. Fresno <laughs> this is, this is the production values, <laughs> the execution. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic is cutting out because you're trying to do a phone into it at the same time as speaking. That you go, oh my god, this is uh, a year out? on, and we've learnt now. Did it cut out? Yeah, we've gotten worse in a year, Chris. Did it cut, was my mic cutting out? Not cutting out, no. It was kind of... You, you, when you listen back to it, you'll see what I mean. But um, I'll do that bit again. I'll turn it down a bit. It goes on for ages. All right. And Maybe so... Really... Oh. Talking over me. <laughs> Fuck off like you've got any fucking ammunition to talk in. Today, we're looking at the Fresno Nightcrawler, <laughs> which is a... I'm just going to stop this with a whip. Which is a uh, hilarious possible alien or ghost uh, sightings which have been uh, caught on CCTV around the Fresno, California area. And basically, you can look it up. There's quite a lot of videos about it. And basically, it looks like, I don't know, some haunted trousers, would you say? Yeah. It Wandering around. Do you remember Tree Ball Mints back in the 90s, Chris? Oh, Mr. Soft. Mr. He had yeah. this very eerie way of style. walking. Yeah. yeah. Kind of bouncy. Yeah. I, I imagine, and I was probably a bit too young at the time, but I imagine people who were, you know, smoking a bit of... The Marjan um, will probably what, have the, the, the Chinese tile game. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I imagine, you know, Stone has probably found out yeah. great fun, a bit like Teletubbies and stuff. It, it was just, it's weird. And he, mm. he had this kind of like almost laid back, it was almost like leaning back way of walking. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the point of the advert was, really. I can't remember. But he was, well, it was, was, was soft, wasn't he? Yeah. He's made of soft. Mints, though, aren't, that's, they're kind of crunchy on the outside, but sort of soft in the middle. Yeah, that's tree ball mints, Chris. I haven't had a packet in years. Well, have you have you have you looked for them? No, I've just. Do you often do you often buy mints? No, no. I've just remembered they exist, and now I'm just wondering why I haven't had some for a while. So I'm just... I mean, this sounds more like um, an internal question, really. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm afraid I I can't answer that for you now. Well, it's you know uh, an urban myth of its own. <laughs> you know, well, what, what, what happened you, in Neil's life? You used to have fresh bread. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 
Now it's rancid, like a cat. There's vultures constantly circling <laughs> my residence, wondering what's going on. Um, yeah, so it just reminds me a bit of... It's that kind of, like... There's something eerie about the way that they they move. Yes. Like, you know, somebody's, you know, like, slouching no, backwards and rolling their feet. Yeah, there's not, like... It doesn't feel like there's a lot of weight to them. They're kind yeah. of... Um, almost moonwalking to an extent. It's a bit of an um, uncanny valley situation that you think it would be, you know... Thinking about it, <laughs> I mean, like, they look like maybe like bell bottoms or flares. I mean, could it be Could it be the two dead Bee Gees? <laughs> the haunting fresco? <laughs> could it be? It's entirely possible. Oh, that's um, as good a... Good a, good a <laughs> I think to test that theory out, you'd have to play some, like, very high-pitched... I don't know. It wouldn't be funk music, would it? Be disco, yeah, disco, disco, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a very high pitch sort of um, disco, and then see if they start dancing or something. Well, that maybe that's a field trip for us. We'll go around Fresno with one of those playing uh, BG songs and see if we can yeah, track some night crawlers. <laughs> Have a spooky disco. End up getting arrested for setting up an illegal rave <laughs> with a load of aliens. Yeah, well, they're not caught up in our law. Um, be like an update of Footloose. <laughs> the, the, the Fresno sheriff once befriended an alien that died, in a, car, died in a car crash after going it's to a It's a reference I use a lot for a movie I've never seen, Chris, but I must watch it one of these days. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, probably not. Well, um, I quite like Kevin Bacon and whoever the other fella's name is, John Lithgow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Harry and the Hendersons, I suppose. <laughs> Um, he's he's uh, he's one of those actors. They kind of like you know, whatever he's in. He normally gives a, a watchable film. From the Sun, I think was funny, or it was funny to me when it came out, and I was like thirteen. I thought it was. All, I don't I know. I re- yeah, revisit. He was. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so I'm going to read a little article from uh, Paranorms, which is p a r a n o r m s dot com. And it's by Adrian Gonzalez. And it was written in August of the 21st year of the 20th century. Go on, you aid. So, Fresno, California. It's the last place you'd expect anything crazy to go on. It's one of the quietest counties in the country. Oh, so, Nightcrawler. Right, so... That's a, but they're not crawling, so... Well, Nightcrawler brings something else to mind, but um, yeah. not particularly savoury. Yeah, so the I don't know anything about Fresno. I'd know. assume California would be quite wacky, because you've got, like, that's... I mean, it's a huge, huge state, obviously, yeah. so there's lots of stuff going on, but I kind of think... So the only Nightcrawlers which I know, well, I guess... So there's four Nightcrawlers which I have reference to in my encyclopedic mind. Is one an X-Man? One is the X-Man, yeah. the German one, um weirdly played by camp Scottish comedian Alan Cummings. I thought he was good in it. Yeah, he's all right, but it's kind of weird casting. Um, The second one is the dance band or dance act called Nightcrawlers, who did a song called Keep On Pushing On in the 90s. Um, The third one is... There's a level called Nightcrawlers on the uh, Sega Mega Drive game uh, Alien Storm, which I used to very much enjoy oh, playing. Oh, I've cool that. Yeah, and then Nightcrawlers is in Night Stalkers, I think. I think there's a movie with uh, Jade Gyllenhaal as well called Night. I think it's called Nightcrawler. Oh. I might have made that up. It's something like that. 
Well, he did make a lot of stuff up. Um, but it's weird. Like, so they're called Fresno Nightcrawlers. I don't, wouldn't you call them the Fresno Trousers? Fresno Trouser Ghosts. <laughs> and that might be some other. I don't know anything about it because I was saying, being in California, I just kind of associate California with kind of San Francisco and no, Steinbeck novels Fres- and Las Vegas and all no, that. I'm sure those are very the- much. It's yeah. more. It's, it's away from. It's a little bit away from the coast. Yeah. It's more, yeah. Sounds a bit more quiet and conservative and rural. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. So the suburban perhaps. The Fresno Night Crawler, also known as the Fresno Alien or the Fresno Night Walker, which I, I think is better, is a creature that was originally spotted on camera in 2007. The creature has since been spotted in other regions of the world. Ooh, I didn't know oh, that. Okay, that's interesting. Part of the craze surrounding the Fresno Nightcrawler is its creepy and offsetting appearance. Creatures are anywhere from a few feet to up to 1.5 metres tall. So when were these first discovered? Chris, was it the 90s? 2007. 2007? Oh, okay. Mm. So very recent. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's really the pog joke I was going to make there. Right, wasn't any good. I'm loving this. Uh, the Nightcrawler is almost... I'm trying to get, like, a Howard Stern-style shock jock radio job in America. So this oh, is yeah. my audition tape. I'm trying to turn this into your comedy zoo. Yep. <laughs> the Nightcrawler is all... <laughs> so I'm just going just gonna to sit on a Sibian here. <laughs> yeah, if you wouldn't want to. We couldn't get Carmen Electra, so Neil's doing it. <laughs> So, uh, the Nightcrawler is almost all legs with a small upper body and walks like an insect. I disagree with that. Its appearance, uh, oh, it appears to have long legs, no visible face, no visible hands, and a tiny upper body under what looks like a cape. Sounds like a public school person, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it just looks like an um, autonomous pair of trousers walking along. It does. And it looks like that as well. There's plenty of videos if you want to look it up for snars. Uh, right. The first recording instance of the Fresno Nightcrawler happened on November the 5th, 2007. Paranorms recently spoke with a paranormal investigator, Victor Camacho, who was one of the first to review the footage. Victor Camacho is the host of the popular radio show, uh, Los De, uh, Devaldos, The Sleepless Ones, which airs in both the US and Mexico and discusses everything from aliens to urban legends like the Chupacabra. We should try and get on that. We'll give it a go. <laughs> I mean, I imagine it's in Spanish, and, and my Spanish that's is about fine. three words. Yeah, um, well, that's all right. Pick it up. Lo siento, um, Spanish <laughs> fans. Um, Camacho gave us a brief overview of the Fresno Nightcrawler story, much of which can also be watched in this video from his... Mutual UFO network talk, but we've added additional details from our conversation. So he's done a talk on it. The main witness preferred to be called by his first name, Jose. Prior to the fateful day, Jose had been installed, had installed a secondhand CCTV surveillance system at his family home because of a past bicycle theft. He it's weird, like, would you, if your bike was stolen from outside your house, would you set up CCTV cameras? I think it's fair enough, yeah. Well, especially, yeah, you, yeah well, you know, I would... Uh, Keep your bike in the house. And would, this, would it not cost more? Was it a motorbike or a... Um, no, bicycle. 
bicycle. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he may not have had a lot of room indoors, might he? Mind you, he, well, he's got one of those, he looked like a fairly big house, I guess. Mm. Sort of, I don't know. Oh, well, look, look, I'm not here, I'm not here to, to, maybe it's know, just, you know, just generally. I'm not here to have a go at Jose, if he felt like he needed CCTV. If he felt like he needed that security, because, you know, it starts with bikes, Chris. Yeah, next thing next you know. Next thing you know, it's cars, and then they're breaking into your house. <laughs> yep, still And then it's family. turning into lethal wet and two or something. <laughs> it's exactly, it's it's exactly how it works. That's, yeah. that's the ladder. One that rung the at ladder, the time. The crime ladder. You let one go, you go by, and next thing you know, you're living <laughs> in Mad Max world. You let this happen. <laughs> next thing you know, society crumbles. Not on my watch, soldier. Or whatever. <clears throat> right. This older surveillance camera recorded directly into a VHS tape system. The collective monitor was placed directly next to Jose's bed. He's not utilising the most advanced of technology. Well, it's second-hand. I mean, you know, he's probably, he's probably waiting for the bicycle insurance money to come back. So he's probably on his uppers, isn't he? Um, that night, Jose was in his home when he heard a dog barking at something in the front yard. He thought it sounded unusual, so he looked over to the monitor. Watching the security footage, he was shocked. He watched two strange beings, night crawlers, cross his front yard. Perplexed, he rushed through the house to find his brother sleeping in a nearby room. <laughs> How did you get that, in, he asked. That, no, um, I was going to say, that, that read very weirdly. <laughs> I know. I thought he was perplexed and he went to wake up his brother and go like, oh, this is a bit strange. He quickly explained what he saw and asked his brother to come and check it out. Jose's brother opened the front curtains and looked outside but didn't see anything of note. So they woke up the rest of the family to review the footage. Wake up! Well, I was wondering about this because I was thinking, well, I I did see the video and I was thinking, well, Mm. do people just sit there and review, like, last night's security footage? It'd be a pretty boring job, wouldn't it? It's a dog barking, woke him up. Yeah. He saw, and then he saw so it that on the monitor. That question for me. And there you go, watertight. The uh, unfortunate thing about the surveillance system was the videos were rewound. The footage would be overwritten on playback. Knowing this, Jose pulled out his video camera and recorded the rare footage off the monitor. So that's why it's not very good quality because he's recording it off the monitor. Well, could he not just take the VHS out? You, I mean, I would have thought so. I don't know how the know how whole works. thing was set up. I'm prepared to accept this now, but it's got the hallmarks of a potential hoax. Let's put Neil, what I will say, though, and hold on to your britches, the family was stunned. Yeah. Camacho says, his brother went outside that night. He didn't see anything, but one part of the yard had tiles, and he saw footprints, small footprints. <laughs> Well, how did he play it back? If um, because he was on his, well, but you, I think to so just keep going on a loop and then record over once it gets to the end. Yeah, maybe. Or well, you could rewind it and then play it back. That's then... a good security system, isn't it? It's yeah, it's an hour and a half chunk. <laughs> if you happen to catch a burglar in the hour and a half, you put it on extended play, obviously, but then the quality goes down again. And he's... <laughs> this is why you don't invest in a VHS technology in the year of our Lord. 2007. 2007. Sorry, Jose, you've not thought this through. Well, I mean, you've got to crack your cough accordingly, though, haven't you? You've already lost a bike. Stand- I mean, it does, it does feel like... If... Just take turns standing watch outside. <laughs> it does feel a bit like 
Well, so you're trying to catch these people who are coming to steal you, who've stolen your bike, right? But, you know, what you can, <laughs> so you've got it on, you've got this VHS, but it'll just record over it before you can get it to the police. Exactly. So you, you're basically just throwing good money after bad at that point, aren't um, you? I mean, no, like CCTV, it's, it's hard enough to actually be able to spot somebody with yeah. like high-quality cameras that are dotted all over the UK these days because of the Orwellian hellscape we live in. But um... <laughs> I quite like it. <laughs> yeah. I feel safe now. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. Maybe, but maybe, maybe he thought that have, might have the. I mean, if it's a VHS, or maybe the cameras were like about a metre long, <laughs> like really massive, and he thought, well, that put people off. I'd put people off. They won't, won't want to steal my bike. I mean, just, just knock just a put the camera up there, then. Yeah. So that's what you're going to do. I don't know. I mean, again, you know, look. Look, look he's not here to answer for his crimes, so we'll just have to. <laughs> Just have to take him as well. Fortunately, he's not on trial today. <laughs> Although, if if my petition to Congress gets signed off, and I believe it has got uh, cross aisle support, then he will yeah. be. Well, Mitch McConnell's a big fan, isn't he? So, <laughs> so, yeah. Reasons we won't go into. Uh, so, uh, so they found a small footprints in the snow. Uh, after that night. Uh, Jose was living in fear, and for two weeks after the incident, he refused to leave his house. Shortly after that, uh, Jose's family contacted the local station for the Spanish television network, Univision, searching for some answers. I mean, that's what I normally do. If I've... My first port of call is to call the press. Well, they're going to have the answers. Rather than the police or something. Um... With the original footage lost... Police aren't experts in the paranormal, though, Chris. Believe you and me, I've tried. Does 999 want to know about a pig man? (laughs) You often put yourself forwards. um, I've got an emergency. It's not my fault there's no emergency service that covers it, as I was (laughs) ranting to the lady on the other end. (laughs) Well, you often bring up 999 when you see that there's been a crime in the local area. on What what I perceive to be a crime. What you see to be yeah. and you offer you offer your someone I didn't like the look of was walking down my street. You offer, you offer your paranormal expertise, don't you? Yeah. Um, Somebody bought a bottle of Blue Nun. <laughs> uh, Sorry, so, that's going straight through to the switchboard. <laughs> Can't have that kind of behaviour. Even though practically it was you. hove, you live in. <laughs> Even though it was you. Just turning myself in, yeah. Turning myself in, yeah. For the good of society. <laughs> After a blue fueled self-recrimination. It's the worst kind. It certainly does hold a mirror up to your soul, doesn't it? Uh, with the original footage lost, the only remaining video is what Jose recorded off his monitor. It is of extreme low quality, pixelated and compressed. Yep, having seen it, I can attest to that. Camacho recalled the experience, stating that in December 2007, he was called by a Univision reporter, saying that it is Univision. What? I think I'm pretty sure I've heard of Univision, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a massive... Um, it's big, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge Spanish-language um, network, isn't it? It's like the oh, Spanish language? Of... I was thinking, like... Uh, it must be, yeah. I might be. I might, as with as with everything I stay, I might well be talking shit. But um, no, I'm pretty sure... Let's just assume... Room. Assume for expedience, you're correct. It's either correct or I'm confusing it with Telemundo. Okay. Or neither of those. Well, they sound basically sound the same. Or or those might be two different flavours of um, (laughs) 
Yeah, Spanish cringe. language. Um, I think it's one of the. I'm, I'm going to giggle it in the background to see whether I've got it right, okay. or not. So it's called by the Univision reporter saying they had an amazing video footage that they wanted him to see. Based in Los Angeles, it took Camacho a couple of days to get out to the station in Fresno. Initially, Univision pushed for a definitive statement of an alien sighting, but Camacho countered, saying he needed to get all the facts and talk to the main witness, Jose. The reporter reached out to Jose and asked him to speak with Camacho about the experience, but it was difficult because Jose was frightened. What if the aliens see me on TV? And well, we should have gone to Univision then, because yeah, it's an American Spanish language um, free to air. So yeah, it's like the CBS of American okay. Spanish TV. Um, it's the largest provider of Spanish language content uh, nice. in the world. Well, so, well, well so, done, Univision. Yeah, good luck to them. If you um, ever want a show. Uh, that you can subtitle into Spanish about urban legends, then feel free. No. We're very, very cheap. Very cheap. Basically, we'll do it at cost. Yeah. Um, Jose was finally convinced to come down to the television station during a short inter- interview with Camacho. Jose was visibly shaken and uncomfortable. He refused to show his face on camera, and then he appeared very worried to Camacho after the. In- after so he you... thinks the aliens are going to come after him? <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. I'm sure he's not like been involved with the mafia or something. Um, probably a cartel. You'd think more than the mafia. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, I, I mean, that, that, I mean, this does oh, this does beg the question: was it was it simply a pair of normal trousers that was filled too much with cocaine that they started walking? Yeah. Across the border. <laughs> Maybe that's how they're doing it now. Because, you know, a, co- a cocaine-fueled pair of flares can definitely get across a desert without any water, but, you know, people can't, can they? No, that's true. Neil, it's a theory I'm putting out there. Hey, you know. That if you put enough drugs in fabrics, they become kind of sentient, or at least... Fulfill their. Well, that's how Google are powering their new AI, aren't they? Yeah. It's a dirty secret they don't want coming out. Apparently. So. Allegedly. After the interview, Camacho left with little more than the story. He didn't have access to the original footage or any context information for Jose. A few months later, in February of 2008, Jose reached out to Camacho, inviting him to his house. I've calmed down now. Calm I don't down. understand why he's so scared because I haven't seen the original footage. I he seems to think like the aliens going to take it against him personally. And I, are they going to? I mean, obviously, if they're I mean, going to, right, if, you, if you're going to get spotted, it's going to be they're going to be watching Univision because it's you know yeah. a huge channel, obviously. But um, well, they monitor all the channels, don't they? I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they, which, is, which is probably why they decided but not to make. If you're purpose. you're an alien culture, you're busy. You're going to do risk assessment. So if it's on Channel 5 or something, you're probably like, ah, we won't bother getting around to that. 20,000 people are watching that. Who cares? Um, Whereas, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're not not the scariest of aliens that that I can imagine. I mean, it would be spooky, wouldn't it? Do you know what? Like, think about it. It would be spooky if something like that, which you couldn't explain, had actually happened in your front garden. So I was just two like if it if it because you're on the ground floor and you've got that kind of driveway bit out the front of yours, if you had CCTV and you looked in the next day and like some weird 
sort of autonomous yeah. trousers had been walking across it. You might be a bit spooked by that because it's quite near where you rest your head. I'd find it very eerie, but I don't know that I'd be. Would you start to... sleeping in? Would you start sleeping in your living room bit? Might do. Might slip out in the garden. <laughs> well, I might. Well, that's, that's outside. Well, it's fenced off, but having said that, I could, you know, well, have some powerful of them legs. Point, some of them are 1.5 metres They're quite tall. long legs, so they could just jump over the fence. Which is about up to, I don't know, what, my tit height? About 1.5 metres, something like that? Potentially get over the fence, then. It's possible. Just kick, them, kick the fence down. Kick the fence down. That's another possibility. But that, we've got that much cocaine in the system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the plow's not going to stop, is it? Um, well, because I'm a bit baffled by this. Cause I just, uh, I mean, yeah, I think you'll be tough. I think what you would do is you'd move, you'd go and move into your parents, and you'd board the place up. Yeah, I think that's what you'd, you'd write it off. I yeah, well, I'd just never, never go back in again. Just <laughs> run screaming out with whatever I could carry, and then just leave, leave it all behind. Yeah, move to. Uh, Move to Portsmouth or something. Move to Fresno. Oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> onto their homeland. <laughs> so the one place they got me right where they wanted me. <laughs> They've herded me like a sheepdog. Um, so, he's been invited. So, he's invited Camacho to his house. Given how much time had passed, all evidence was gone. Huh, convenient. But Camacho got a better estimate, estimate of the size of the nightcrawler. He interviewed Jose, his brother, and the rest of the family that viewed the video. Camacho also reached out to the neighbours, but none remember anything from the night in question. Later, Camacho and another team tried to recreate the footage using the original surveillance system, thinking perhaps someone was messing with Jose or his family. Camacho said nothing could compare to the original footage. He emphasises, for me, the video is real. Jose didn't make it, and neither did his brother. I don't know why he's the dog from Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs> Butch, wasn't it? Um, Butch or Spike. Oh, it could have been Spike, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know either. Yeah, this, But people all say that, don't they? Yeah. No, there's no way you could. Or you couldn't, couldn't possibly fake this. Yeah, you could. No, just chuck a frisbee in, yeah. Um, so... Camacho said he visited with... Stop the illusion, Chris. Just not, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's weather balloon. <laughs> it's probably swamp gas. Um, it's just Jupiter, you idiots. Jupiter it's just a artefact. It's because the tracking went fucked. Camacho said he visited Anyone with Jose... In the 80s and 90s that. And his family a couple of times after that, but a few years later, he called Jose and found out he'd been in a car accident and died. Hmm... Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Within I, the following... I, yeah, I was very much well. Now, now you wonder, you know, did it was were, were his app, apprehensions correct? Well, they, well the aliens they, monitoring, because they were very friendly at first, and they're like, he's, he's no. guilty of something. I don't know what, but is anyone, any, someone's hey, got a guilty just, conscience, they're this worried about getting ish. found out. <laughs> Do you reckon that was it? Yeah, just like, this has got like some maverick Martian cops. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, they, using the only power which they had, kicked his tire. They kicked the wheels so hard that yeah. they became unaligned. So when he hit a certain speed, it spun out. Yeah, it's possible now. It's more than possible. It's probable. So um, within the following year, 
Jose's family moved, Camacho lost contact with them after that. So they've, dis- they've disappeared. Well, who can blame them? Got into hiding. Or have they been abducted, Chris? Who can well, say? <clears throat> certainly not this guy. Um, so, other nightcrawler sightings. Allegedly, in 2011, security, f- security officials from Yosemite National Park were hoping to catch a group of vandals that were damaging private property. Then they unexpectedly caught some mysterious creatures on camera instead. We've seen this one as well. That was the first one I showed you, I think, which yeah. looks more hoaxy. These creatures look similar to the Fresno Nightcrawler, except this time there are two of them, one of them being a lot shorter than the other. Another sighting was reported in Poland with no video or photo proof. There was uh, someone though, yeah. Look, 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 yeah, I saw it. Look like why, can't you just, internet. why can't you just believe me? In 2017, the 2017 report is largely ignored by theorists. So, Neil, would you like to hear some possible uh, explanations? Um, I'm guessing number just, one just is yes. alien. Yeah, well. Don't ask the question if you don't want don't want me to consider an answer. Yeah, I'd love that, Chris. Nothing nothing on earth would please me more than Lovely. whatever it is that I'm agreeing to. Um many have tried to explain what's going on behind these videos. The TV show, Fact or Fate, Paranormal Files, mm. covered the Fresno sighting in 2010. The show follows a team of investigators who I'd like to see their credentials, who who (laughs) records hours of filler. (laughs) Between adverts. Um, Whilst advertisers sell (laughs) pyramid schemes. (laughs) Medications you don't need to people who've given up on the will to live or make any effort in their lives whatsoever. So who review unexplained photos or videos. If a piece of evidence is convincing enough to warrant further investigation, they try and recreate it. After travelling out to Fresno and doing some research, the team deemed the video legit. They couldn't even recreate it. However, the show has been criticised for poorly investigating videos on the show and even modifying footage. (laughs) I want to see this one on Mythbusters, at least. Um, Well, that's... This isn't the kind of thing they do on Mythbusters, is it? No, but I want that level of... They just do stuff from films. I don't know. Are the, you know, is are the Fresno Nightcrawlers a myth? I think they could go do that on MythBusters. The two guys of MythBusters hate each other, don't they? Do they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're not friends in real life. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I've heard. That's I've seen quite a few episodes. That was a rumor. That was a rumor on set mm. when I was when I was there as best boy. <laughs> That's another story <laughs> for another time. <laughs> um, so, uh, several YouTubers also attempted to recreate the Nightcrawler's video too. They strung a wire between two points and threw a cloth puppet on it. They compressed the video to filter out the wire. Some have claimed the creatures are from Native American folklore. Allegedly, the creatures brought peace and happiness to humanity. However, this doesn't seem likely because no tribes have claimed any connection to the Fresno Nightcrawlers. That's just one of those things where... Well, it sounds a little bit like the Dark Watchers, but obviously that's up in the mountains, isn't it? Mm. Although maybe climate change and all the rest of it, they can yeah, they're down sh- there. They're shrunk. Yeah. Well, they, they haven't got their hats on anymore. They've replaced it for capes. It's gotten too hot. When you come on. down, you're going to have a change of scene, aren't you? Do you reckon they've updated <laughs> their look? Yeah, they're getting tarted up because going into town. 
<laughs> They're always a little bit behind the time, aren't they? Yeah, well, you've so, dressing and settling. You you mean, you've been you've been up a mountain just having a look. You know, you're not, mm. you're not really keeping up with fashions, are you? Um, and besides which, you've got your own sort of what you consider good and your own identity. You don't want to. Hey, you know, look. You know, if people want to wear flares, yeah. it's up to them, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a you know a nice, shell, a nice shell suit or whatever, it'd look much better than <laughs> that. But, yeah, you know, pair of, pair of tracky bottoms. Nice, nice, trainers, nice, but, nice velour tracksuit with yeah. um, Donald Duck on it. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Beautiful. Neil? You know, I mean, that's, like, you know, like the one you're wearing now. Yeah. It's ghetto fabulous. Um, so the Nightcrawler's impact. These types of videos are intriguing because we want to believe there's something out there, and they're probably is something out there. Does the Nightcrawler's video offer proof? Not definitely. The quality of the original video makes that impossible. But the story has reached beyond the quiet farmland of Fresno. The Fresno Nightcrawler, with its iconic look, has inspired tons of amazing artists who share in the joy of these quirky creatures with a slew of merchandise, shirts, plushies, art, and more. Are you going to get a plushie of a Fresno Nightcrawler, or are you just going to get I'm a tracksuit bonds and put some yeah. scrunched-up newspaper in it like a penny for the guy? I'm going to Google Nightcrawler plushie and see what comes up. because I'm, I'm You're going to love it. Mm, Christmas is just round the corner. Oh, well, I, I assumed, like, um, it's basically just an arse with a pair of legs. Yep. With with eyes where that's the what bo- use, Botox that's what, should that's what, be. That's what people used to say about me now when my under days. They're kind of crude, and there, there is an expert one here as well. Mm. So, after the hit video game Among Us raged across the internet, Savvy Gamers knows a minor resemblance between the characters in the game to the infamous Fresno Cryptid. It's true that Among Us characters do share a few similarities. Which game is that? Uh, Among Us. Oh, they read it. But they are just imposters, much like the secondary Nightcrawler sightings in Yosemite. While the secondary videos may be mere copycats or hoaxes, the original Nightcrawler footage continues to intrigue viewers. Victor Camacho sums it up succinctly <laughs> by saying, The Fresno Nightcrawler is an original case. The family's lived something, lived something strange. I can't explain it, but something happened that night. I mean, he's not wrong. Something happened that night. Something definitely. happens most nights, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I would say every night. I mean, something's I mean, yeah. always happening. Technically correct. <laughs> um, there haven't been any sightings or reports recently. It seems like the story ends here. But the night crawlers will go on to haunt Fresno natives for a long, long time. And that's the end of that chapter. Hmm. Well, so, I mean, I wonder whether it... I've got another article to go through as well before before we go into anything too, too spicy. But what do you think so far now? Walking trousers? I, I mean, it sounds really suspicious to me. So... Could it be one of those things... Could it be tr- the mothers, like mums say to teenagers... Your clothes are so dirty they could walk themselves or whatever. Could it be that? Could it be that that's true? I think it's the same French magician who um, was enamoured with La Pascalita and he's moved on to walking trousers now. 
Nice. <laughs> Got on board of that. Now he's like, a, he's, he's he's animating. He's trying to create an army of walking trousers. Walking trousers. Well, I mean, the most important thing with a soldier is its ability to move, isn't it? Yeah. So if you can march thirty miles at night, strap some grenades take to the them. enemy unawares. I mean, well, we know what do we know about them? They can they can move free. They can move. They can move. They terrify people who've seen them. So this is well, that one test. guy. Oh, yeah. seems, seems quite 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 seems quite highly strong. Yeah, to be fair. Um, I no, I mean I don't know, but it's got all. Thing is, it's when you get a lot of that kind of like, oh, we, you know, I had to do it on VHS, and oh, then I couldn't actually just use the original things. So I had to video the video, and therefore the quality is really really crappy. Yeah. These tend to be excuses that make once, me think. Yeah, once mm, you start, once you it's start. all possible. It's all possible, but then I start thinking, mm, it's got. Um, I start thinking that it's a hoax yeah. at that point. <clears throat> once you, yeah, once you that you start your story with a slew of excuses, yeah. <laughs> kind of, it's like, like, that's like what kids do, isn't it? Or like, yeah, no, exactly. Just the, the you know, or why you haven't done your homework or whatever. Yeah, it just gets more and more extravagant, and and the fact that he was too terrified. So I just think he, you know, he didn't really want it. Well, it's kind of like torn between possibly wanting to be on TV and not wanting to be... Because, yeah, I get that it would be really eerie. to see, let, let, So let's just... Because the, the other thing is... It, I'd like it to could, know what money he got like to be on TV and stuff. Like, did they pay him? <coughs> Probably not, to be honest with you. It was just on, you know... Well, then, like, it's, it's kind of... What's the point? Because he wouldn't have made... Oh, he wouldn't have made much out of it, would he? But, well, well no, I think... Because it's a bit unless like... His, unless his family, you know, that where they've moved to is a place which is producing the plushies. Well, no, because you're assuming that everyone just does this for money. I mean, look at the crop circles of the UK. That went on for about 25 years. Yeah. And two of the really prolific ones, it was just like, they just thought it was a bit of fun. Do you know what I mean? It was aliens now. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll, who... we'll get, well, we're going to be doing crop circles one day. So um, Let's hope so. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep, keep you, keep you. Well, there. do you know what, Neil, before you, uh, before you, Settle one side or the other, whether this is aliens or hoax. It could, no, do you know what? It could, I'm just, all, what, all I'm saying is, is when you get a slew of those kind of like, oh, well, it was, you know, it's poor quality yeah. of poor quality because of X, Y, and Z, that starts to make me suspicious. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he, uh, but it could have been, so it could have been a hoax that he set up himself. It could have been, or the someone hoaxing him. It could be somebody hoaxing him. They were just doing some like performance art or whatever, some <laughs> weird thing. We don't know. It's like, like whoever it was who put that monolith in the desert in Utah. Yeah, they clearly just wanted to fuck with people. I just thought yeah. it was a bit of fun. So you oh, just I do see. it because you get and you hope it gets out there. Because I think it was out there for months. I mean, they eventually went through the satellite footage and realised it had been there for months already. And that's that's but that's really clever because somebody's done that and then they've just played the long game. Because then yeah. that, that really is a head fucker. It was just, it's just a, you know, it's just somebody playing around. But no, you're so cynical. Could it not have been aliens? Well, it could. It could. Well, again, let's go through the list. Could have been aliens. So he's so cynical, isn't he, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, crowd don't like it. Jerry, Jerry. What? Why <laughs> have you got a crowd in your living room suddenly, Chris? What's going on? Because they just turned up. I just turn up, and I'm a good host. <clears throat> so, it could off. be, it could be. All right, so let's. So right. I don't think it's a vortex because there would have been more sightings. I'm, I'm still sticking to. I think it's the ghost of two of the Bee Gees. Could be ghosts. Could be two military experiment gone wrong. 
yeah, walking trousers, so that even when the soldiers are asleep, they can still march towards the target. Well, you would just put the soldier into the trousers, and then it would march. Very much like a sort of Wallace and Gromit situation. Isn't yeah, exactly. It? Yeah, they'd be getting a bit of kip, and then mm. you know, and then it would be marching just, them. It's really easy to sleep standing up, as we all know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're if you're tired enough, you'll sleep with enough training, Chris. You know, you can do it. <laughs> Right, so uh, this next one is from uh, Sunday, June the 19th. Oh, no, I think that's just saying that that's today. There's a moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. So this is uh, from October 19th, uh, UFR Law 2018, by uh, Carmen George, uh, the famous uh, Carmen Miranda drag act. Um, with all the fruit in the hair. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so it's from the Fresno bee. It's mm. B-E-E, so like the insect. Yep. I don't know why that's... That was pretty much what I figured. I didn't think it was the letter, but thank you for confirming. Well, it could have just been B-B-E, like we be Fresno, but it's B-E-E. I don't know, yeah, don't I mean, know what's going they, on. Those are the three versions of the homonym, so thanks. Yeah, thanks for yeah, ruling really out obvious it... Well, it could be BA. I mean, you know, this is all interesting stuff. <laughs> it's great. So, Bigfoot, Chupacabra, and Fresno Nightcrawler? Oh. Walking pants being Fresno freaky fame. Fresno has a lesser-known claim to supernatural fame for Fresno Nightcrawler. The mysterious being or puppet has re-emerged uh, re-emerged in the imaginations of many this spooky season as Halloween approaches. First spotted on the video surveillance footage more than a decade ago by Fresno resident, Fresno Nightcrawler roughly resembles a pair of long white pants with a small head. Some consider it an alien, others a fun urban legend and an endearing addition to pop culture. Whatever it is, while it's not as famous as other mysterious debatable cryptids, such as Bigfoot and Chupacabra, it's amassed quite a following and grown and growing fascination. A search for the Fresno Nightcrawler on YouTube produces a long list of videos that have been watched millions of times. One video alone has more than 1.4 million views. Paranormal investigator Victor Camacho analyzed the original surveillance footage shortly after it was captured in 2007 by a frightened Fresno. Uh, well, he didn't actually analyze the original surveillance footage today. Well, That's the whole problem. Conflicting stories. Um, well, no, because it, it, he, the, the original famous which didn't survive. It was him filming it on his camcorder. Camacho said he was contacted after the man bought the footage from his front lawn in South Fresno to the television network Univision looking for answers. The video became better known in 2010 after fact-fatal paranormal files, uh, including in one of their episodes, the group determined the footage to be unexplainable after trying to recreate it with puppets and a child dressed in a white sheet. The show called The Nightcrawlers. So it's a show that called The Nightcrawlers. Sensationalist. Golden Nightcrawlers? The show called The Nightcrawlers. Oh, right, okay. Uh, That never made sense to a local expert on the matter, Michael Banty, founder of Weird Fresno. Since things don't crawl, they walk. See, he's on our level, this guy. Like this guy, we should get him on. 
I don't think you'd want to be. Uh, no. The walking creatures continue to be celebrated. Marketing of the mysteriousness has included Nightcrawler pins, a hand-sewn Nightcrawler pillow, and there is a steady stream of new Nightcrawler artwork popping up on social media. The Nightcrawlers are different from everything Banty and Camacho have seen before. There's like a dictionary of different cryptids of strange creatures. And there are Bigfoot and the Tupacabra. But there's never been this before, Banty said. And no one has really been able to determine what it is. They remind Banty of fairy people. Camacho speculates Nightcrawlers could be an extraterrestrial insectoid, approximately three feet tall and resembling a praying mantis. Others see ants. Fresno resident Matthew Jacobs weighed in to the Fresno Nightcrawler discussion, weighed in uh, on Twitter by saying uh, the elusive being is just a cloth puppet on a wire or maybe just a pair of pajama pants. Uh, Here's uh, something from Google. So possible explanations, undiscovered species, a paranormal or supernatural creature, extraterrestrial, pair of pants being puppeted, or an interdimensional being. Oh, uh, brilliant. There we go. Yeah, so maybe the top half is in a different dimension. Manzi is undecided on the validity. What's the middle? It's <laughs> like an optical illusion from another dimension, so you just don't see from the top of the neck through to the top of the waist. Well, then wouldn't you see the head? Yeah, you see the head and you see oh. the legs. Oh, OK. I guess but, it's but it, folded it looks in. as if there's no middle. Right. Oh, man, that's, that's twisting my melon, man. Oh, I'll tell you what. has undecided on the validity of the original surveillance footage. His gut telling him is one thing, but his head tells him another. God, he's been... It's tearing me apart! But <laughs> <laughs> said a couple of popular videos circulated appear to be a fake. Camacho believes the first video is real. Camacho said the man who shared the video was only identified as Jose and has since died... Uh, was initially filmed talking about it without showing his face because he was so scared. He didn't even want to go out of the house, Camacho said. He stayed at home for a couple of weeks. It wasn't possible that someone tried to make the video just to fool you on a TV station. Jacobs pointed out a video debunking the Nightcrawler case before talking about its enduring awesomeness. Uh, Who's this? Is this a new voice? Yeah, why not? I love a good urban legend. Ghost story or bit of lore, just for the entertainment and elements of culture, Jacobs wrote. In some ways, it's pretty fresno that our local cryptid is a puppet made from pajama pants. And I don't mean to be that I don't mean that to be insulting. It's just how funny Fresno can be. There have been reports of possible sightings outside there as far away as Poland, but Camacho and Banty are still waiting for another video like the first. As for why Fresno, Banty, Banty joked with the Mad Scientist podcast that it's likely to be the city's reputation of delicious tacos. <laughs> Banty. Oh, you should get a tight five minutes together, man. Uh, the men debunked claims. So, is that somebody's had a bad tack and they've shit so hard they've actually disappeared up the road, <laughs> prolapsed anus up to the neck? <laughs> I'm not sure what he's insinuating there, but fair enough. Well, I think he's saying that they've got nice tacos. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a dig at the tacos. I think he's just going, "Oh, it's because you've got such good tacos, guys." 
Um, the men debunked the claim that Mike Hawes resembled beings from local uh, Native American legend. Yeah, and you can kind of see that. There's so what it is. Eh, it's it's a it's a carving of something that looks like it's got long legs with a head atop it. Mm. Uh, well, I'll, we don't know, do we? Because it could be. I mean, it could. I share could, my screen, but I can't. It could be, um, you know, it could be that the Native American legend stems from the same thing. You could know? be. They spotted it many thousands of years ago, and, and the legend arose from that, and the same thing's now popped back in. You just pop back down to see what was going on. Oh, this place has changed. Mm. So you back when we went to Fresno, you know, 3,000 years ago, and what's going on? But... It's a bustling new commune now. It was foreign as far as you could see. Tacos are lovely. So Camacho's left things open-ended. Could it be extraterrestrials? Could it be elves? I don't know. He said at the end of his presentation, whatever you want to think. Well, the thing about Camacho, again, I'm kind of like, he seems a bit too easily convinced. It couldn't be faked. I mean, that's a bold claim. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could fake that quite easily. Well, I think the thing which is weird about it is the way it's not a pair, a pair of walking trousers can be faked, right? That's fine. Mm. No problem with that. You could do that with some wire. But um, I think it's just the way they move because, the, the again, it doesn't really feel like there's any weight to them. The legs, it doesn't feel like kind of a foot going into the ground and then the next foot going into the ground, you know, like walking. Yeah. They're kind of like almost hovering a bit, but like moving the legs. It could be like being puppeted, couldn't it? <laughs> But in what, how? What do you mean? Like, how could it be puppeted? So I don't know. There's a fella in one leg and then puppeteer in the other one. Like, well, no, but the size of them wouldn't allow. Wouldn't allow somebody to fit no. inside. And also, then how? But also, like the person inside would need to walk to be able to move, unless it was on like a skateboard. But no skate tracks were found there. Um. I'm not aware. Greased up the road or, or clean the skate tracks the next morning. Yeah, so tiny hovercrafts. Um, yeah. So I think the way they move is is odds, and I don't I don't see how you puppeteer it, particularly considering it's outside and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like there's someone above it, like moving the legs, because that's that that's kind of how they walk a bit. You know, like um, Captain Scarlet or something. You know, the Jerry Anderson stuff or like Thunderbirds. Where the legs, because they're being yeah, held from above. Stuff, they kind of because the the ones on the original video I saw. I mean, it, to be honest with you, it looked more like a big tent or something to me. Because we were saying it's like a pair of legs. Yeah, but they don't. You can't really see a proper split or something like that. Yeah, you can. I don't know what you're looking at, right? Hmm. Okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah, no, they're clearly two separate parts with a join in what we would consider a groinal area. A cleft, maybe, if you're using other parts of the body. I don't know. I wonder if it's far away enough. You could. I don't know. Well, I'm saying, like, to, to me, there's no obvious way of puppeteering it. I don't think. No, fair enough. I mean, I've... Um... I've got to think it's a hoax because it's just there's just too many um, 
then it will then nil the burden of proof is on you to explain how the hoax was done. Well, equally way around, it's nope. the burden of proof is on you to explain nope. how it isn't a hoax. Absolutely not. Well, no, objectively, if you want to say something out of the ordinary is true, then... Uh... Well, I'm saying it's out of the ordinary because I can't see how it was hoaxed. And you're saying you think it's a hoax, so that would mean that you can see how it's hoaxed or you have an idea, and I'm asking you what no, that idea that... is. Yeah, and I'm, no, what I'm saying is because there's a there's a lot of um, stuff around it that. Uh, yeah, but I'm t- but again, how's how's I mean, look, Neil, I couldn't have told you how to create a crop circle, Chris, but that doesn't mean that that was all accurate either. You probably could have. It's just pushing down wheat in that. <laughs> you know, some of the really complex ones. You did, you know, have to, you know. I couldn't recreate it myself. No, but you would have an idea like how to flatten wheat. I'm just asking, how would you? How would you? Do no, this? I'm, I'm. I'm just thinking it's it's somebody in some kind of costume, and they, you know they're they're managing. I I I, mean, I don't know this may or may not be correct, but somebody somebody's in some kind of white costume and they've got sort of two legs out the front and they're just angling it to make it look like they're um, you know, it's a pair of legs just walking under their own steam. Um, You'd have to you'd have to play around with a camera and try and recreate it. I don't I don't know, but I'm just wondering whether you could you know that could be a costume where somebody was inside and they've just gone and kind of got a couple of sticks at the front where they're just making the thing walk and then that makes. But, it but, but, no, because you can well, you can just, see you know, in between the legs. Maybe I don't know. No, I'm not saying that this is aliens, but I'm saying that I, I'm not. I don't have I don't have a simple like it's not like oh that's clearly like a lot of the stuff we do it's like very clearly no the reason why I'm saying saying about the hoax stuff is because um, that there's just a lot of elements it's more than of it. ideas but I'm just saying no, no, no fine problem. and I'm just and I'm just saying it, you know it's the elements like the fact that it was captured on grainy VHS it had to be then VHS on top of VHS there's there's a lot of kind of like these things because you know you're you're seeing we're only seeing something that's very sort of uh, poorly captured and it's hard to truly distinguish the you know exactly what's going on mm. so it could be if you'd seen the original footage or you saw it on digital it would be much more obvious what was happening yeah i don't know i don't know it's um it's an interesting one it's an interesting one because i can't i, I can't see i i agree with you there's a lot of red flags <laughs> Yeah, that's more where I'm coming from. I'm not saying I'm not saying I could recreate it, so I'm not saying that. Um, so fair. And to be honest, but and to be honest with you, but if somebody did, if he or somebody outside did do this as a hoax, then that's quite cool because actually, that's a lot of effort and that's a really cool, eerie phenomenon. I don't know how to recreate it, so yeah, I'm just saying. You're a scientist. There's a lot of red flags. No, um, yeah, but you know, that's in a way actually that's kind of more interesting to me. Somebody might have done it. Okay, Neil. So, shall we go through? We've got we've got the team here. Shall we? Um, nice. So, shall we go through our system, our scoring system? We. Yep. Why not? All right, Neil. First on the board. First on the board is spookiness, Neil, and you may proceed. Um. So yeah, I, I guess it would be pretty. I mean, the guy. Assuming he wasn't hoaxed, he wasn't hoaxed to put up to himself, and there's red flags that suggest it may have been him hoaxing, or, or maybe he was just, although you're his brother, or I reckon it's his brother gaslighting him because he yeah. fancied his wife. But, okay, fair enough. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. 
The one thing I know we're terrified of walking trousers. Um, yeah, and or, <laughs> he was really upset when he lost that pair of trousers. Oh, those white jeans he had. He used to go down that club in Essex. Yeah, he used to go to funerals then. <laughs> oh, what a Um No, you are. You put me on that. So, um, speaking of, yeah, look, he, he may have just been very high, high anxiety or whatever. Yes, I, so, you know, assuming there is something, it's eerie, it's not terrifying, I don't think, for me, so I can't, but, it, you know, um, but, yeah, having something like that show up on your CCTV, so, so thinking if, if it did just sort of crop up and then just suddenly got out of bed and saw that, that would spook you, definitely. Um, as you say, it's unexplained, you know, I can think it's a hoax, but I can't, you know, I don't you know, know exactly how to do it. Um, and it, I'd be interested to see people try and recreate it. I'd be interested to see what it would look like. If you recreated the whole setup, like you did it on, on a grainy VHS and then filmed that, I'd be very interested to see what it looked like if you tried out a few different, like, like I say, puppets and things like that. I'd be interested to see what that looked like and how close it could, you could get it. Using 2007 technology. Yeah. yeah like so you, can, not... you can put, like, a drone down each leg. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So you, you, using that, using that. But... Um, you know, doing something like some of the theories suggested, like puppeteering or something like that, how close you could get it to look. Um, that'd be interesting because I think, you know, I think some of it, is, it might be come out of the the, the artefact it's, that you're getting on the on the sort of low uh, quality of the thing. Anyway, um, yeah, something something cropping up on your on your VHS, that's quite eerie. Um, it's With some of these things, it's normally just like a real kind of like just a shape in the background, but it's the movement is quite eerie. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Seven. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, I think if you were kind of woken up from sleep and you by a dog barking and then you looked in your little, which you bizarrely keep right by your bed, your CCTV <laughs> screen. Well, you want to see if they're licking your bike. Well, it's already gone. There you go, mate. Yeah. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then you saw that kind of a, a pair of disembodied trousers walking along i think that would be spooky and especially because lads if, you can keep the bike all right you keep it. sorry i bothered you um and the thing is i mean that, that's what you'd steal if you're a pair of disembodied trousers isn't it a bike, yeah. like, i'll be honest with you i've got a bit of a limp going on here because i've been walking for fucking miles yeah. trying, trying to years. get a decent taco <laughs> and uh you know a, a bike could sort us right out you have to kick could just do like a you know yeah some handlebars yeah <laughs> get backy um yeah and that's but i think also because it's you're not like seeing it out in the middle of nowhere it's like properly in your front garden i think that's quite spooky as well um and yeah like the way it moves is quite spooky um and there's actually footage rather than just hearsay so um although i'm not sure that they're that's they don't seem to have any threat to them particularly but um yeah i think i'm gonna go seven as well Neil. so believability um well it's a tough one because i can't see necessarily how you recreate it right so and there's video of it so believability is high comparatively to other urban legends um because there is actually video footage and how valid that is is up to you to decide. Um, <clears throat> and the guy does seem to have been spooked, although it's quite 
a nice excuse to get a couple of weeks off work, isn't it? Um, I mean, I can't see how it would be an alien because I, but then, you know, I'm very earth centric, but I don't, I don't see how a pair of legs could master into, into, into planetary, into planetary flight, but who knows? They control it all with their minds. Well, that could be it, couldn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, again, like all of this is, you know, taking everything that we've looked at in mind, like other urban legends and stuff. So uh, I'm going to give it a seven for believability, Neil. Um, so yeah, I do. I believe it. Well, do I, what do I believe? I don't know what I'm being asked to believe, to be honest with you. But um, that's whatever you want, isn't it? No, no, quite, you, you know, just, just rhetorical question. But um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, everyone always instantly goes to aliens with these things. I don't know why. You know, um, they're just they're just they're just a hot shit, aren't they? Yeah, aliens. Maybe, maybe God recency bias. Have another go and see what see whether or not could do something a bit better. Um, now these humans haven't been working out too well. No, nah. give, give, give it another chance. Um, oh, they're so fucking adaptable. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, no. Um, no, uh, there's video footage, so you've got to give it a bit of a higher score on that. What marks it down for me is just the sort of coincidences, and the, there's there's a few red flags like, oh, well, you know, I couldn't talk to Team Station first because it was too scary, and I didn't want to show my face. And there's a, there's quite a few that sort of diminishes it a bit in my eyes. Um, you know, in terms not of... everyone loves the spotlight as much as you, Neil. That's well, fine. You may have just had a load of anxiety, but it just reduces the believability for me. Um, but yeah, you've got that footage, in so I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Quite low. Um, Reach, Neil. You can go ahead. Uh, unsurprisingly, I'd never heard of these. Um, I don't know that it's something that's going to be that huge. Has it been on an episode of Supernatural yet? I hadn't. I didn't hear you say so. Um, that's right. always a good bell weather for something that's become big. Um, it sounds like something that's kind of more. Well, it has been. It has, it's gone as far as Poland, and it's obviously, you know, you can see these things on the internet now. So, people buying something got millions of views. How long it'll be about? Because it's only from two thousand and seven. I don't know. I don't know if we'll still be talking about it in thirty years' time. Maybe. Um, well, I mean, we will be when our trouser overlords take over, no, that's and true. we're all we're all down the. No, it's know, just the first phase of the invasion. Down the mines. Um, yeah. Mining the core the core drive. Um so yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a high one this because I Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four because I I think it's it's gone around a little bit, but it's not been around for that long and I don't I don't know that it's it, it it may have better reach at some point, but I don't know that it's got huge reach at this point in time. It's not a big one, I don't think, from what I can tell. Score? Four. I said four. Did you? We did. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's big on the internet. It's, you know, um, it's it's only been around, what, 15 years, but it's pretty big on the internet. There's loads of stuff about it, a whole kind of cottage industry of art and plushies has kind of come up around it. Um, plenty of people trying to debunk it, 
been on documentaries. Um, I've, I've unsurprisingly heard of it. I've seen different things with it in and heard different podcasts about it. So I think it's a bit, you know, it's kind of creepy pasta kind of kind of thing. It's bigger on the internet than popular culture, but isn't the internet popular culture now? So, um, but yeah, it's not been around that long. Uh, so I'm going to give it a five. So narrative premise. Um, well, I mean, I've not, I've not seen much about uh, walking aliens who look like trousers. So it's an original premise. So I'll give you that. Um, there's not a huge narrative because it's just like someone, like something ever to wander about, isn't it? But um, I don't know. It's original and it's captured people's imagination because it is kind of such an original cryptid, I guess. So I think I'm going to give it a. Uh, I'm going to give it a five for that as well. No? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not. There's not a huge haircut here, but I quite like there's a bit of ambiguity, which is nice. So the one thing I'll say, if, if we are talking about aliens, then at least it's something fucking other than the usual grey man thing. Um, you know, how many times we've got to see that same old crap coming out? Yeah, so at least prick. it's something original. Um, you know, let's hope, let's hope they turn up on, I don't know, Star Wars or whatever at some point. They're making yeah. about 50 different shows on Disney Plus out of that, aren't they? Let's yeah, it's tiresome. Let's get them into, I don't know... Lucas what, what are they down to now? Oh, where are they? Um, turns out, turns Uncle, out o, Uncle Owen Shack or whatever. <laughs> they? they make that one. What was Uncle Owen up to in 15 years when he was bringing up... It's like an episode of Cheers. Yeah. In the <laughs> canteen. Little Luke. <laughs> like Young Sheldon or whatever. Well, when they make that one, inevitably... Um, they, can play like, they can be like the Norm character. Like that trousers walk yeah. in. Yeah. Trousers! Where's yeah. <laughs> 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 that nightcrawler? <laughs> It just happens to be a place called Fresno Tatooine. Um, yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, something original. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, anyway, sorry. So so there's that, or... There's just there's a bit of beauty there. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a five. All right, well, that gives it an overall score of 45, which isn't too bad, really. But you kind, of ex- you kind of expect that when there is actually video footage of it, so... Yeah, you know, it's always good when you do get something like that. You can't completely explain it. Yeah, so um, that's it for this week. It's been a, uh, you know, slightly uh, more upbeat episode than the one about child murder. Um, (laughs) uh, You never know what you're going to uncover when you go on the uncanny path of urban legends. Um, But I'd like to say from myself and presumably from Neil as well, although I'd really like to put words in his mouth because he's a controversial character. Um, You know, if you've you've listened to this year, thank you very much. Um, We do appreciate it and I hope you've got some enjoyment out of our nonsense. Um, And here's to another year. Um, you know, presumably we'll be on the iHeart network by this time next year. I would, I would imagine so, yeah. I would yeah. imagine so. It's, it's never small. But, yeah, thank you very much, and we will be back with another Urban Legend next week. And give yourself a round of applause, guys. Goodbye. See you later. Oh, we should never have cut off the uh, the really amazing conversation at the start, whatever it was about. I went British food. Right, I'm going to uh, yeah. end the recording here, and then I'll see you back in a minute. Oh.